0: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au Well as the dust settles a little more on the incident that happened earlier this week in the CBD of Sydney, uh, there's been a, an outpouring of grief for those Australians who lost their lives in what was a terror incident on our shores. And let's get some insights today from Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, who's been writing about uh, different opinions to what you might hear in the mainstream media when it comes to the way we look at what happened on our streets in Sydney this week. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Many Thanks. Bill, this is a hard-hitting article that you've written this week and uh, in relation to things that we've seen on our streets in the Sydney CBD at the Lint Chocolate Cafe. Bill, what you're saying is the jihadists are actually winning. How does that happen?
1: Yeah, so certainly in terms of the general war of ideas, I mean, this is... As much a ideological battle as it is anything. Sure, there's lives being lost and terror occurring. But certainly in the media and amongst our ruling elites, there's a war of ideas and a war of uh, values as to how to think about some of these things. And sadly, time and time again, we find that uh, Islamists are winning. We're actually managing to convince ourselves that it's actually the Muslims who've been the victims here, not the people who are dead, not the hostages. Um, you know, even during the crisis, we had people uh, worried about, oh, some backlash that's going to happen, and uh, which never did, and it never does, by the way. And all oh, the other usual baloney that the media dishes up, you know, the idea of a lone wolf that has nothing to do with Islam, and that Islam is a religion of peace. I mean, every time we have some Muslim killing the infidels in the name of Islam, uh, so much of our leadership and media tells us this has nothing to do with Islam. Well, that's a good way to lose big time when you can't even identify the enemy.
0: Well, I've spoken to you about this type of thing before where uh, if you were the Prime Minister or if I was the Prime Minister or in a leadership role, uh, you would say things to the nation that would create national harmony and if that meant uh, saying that uh, there was no real fault here, that there was a lone wolf, that you can't blame Islam, then then as leaders, that's what leaders do. They uh, they say things to create harmony. What you're saying is that is just somehow rather a bit of a smokescreen because there are other things that are going on beneath uh, the idea of keeping harmony.
1: Mm. Oh, sure. Social cohesion and harmony is always a. Uh you want to aim for that but uh respectfully when you have a political ideology that does not believe in social harmony in fact has sworn to uh kill you uh or then you better stand up and take notice uh anybody who knows anything about islam knows it's a uh, an expansionist faith it, it, its whole goal of course is to see the whole world submit as the word implies to allah and establish a universal caliphate with uh, Sharia law, the law of the land. Uh It's pretty hard to have harmony and peace and coexistence when you have uh, one group decided to, uh, you know, ignore and flaunt our very laws, our democracy, our freedoms, and say we don't want this, we want to establish instead a Islamic police state. So you know harmony is a good thing but it's hard to do with those who want nothing to do with our way of life so we have to be realistic here living in la la land and pretending this is a religion of peace when it is not uh that's not going to help anybody uh sure most muslims would be moderate but we're dealing with islam itself what is what is this religion all about is it moderate and uh, most experts will tell you uh well not really
0: Bill, enlarge on something you just said, which is very confronting, that there are people in Islam who want to kill us. Mm. We see ourselves as just getting on with our lives, just trying to live peacefully and in harmony and being a a multi-ethnic society, tolerant of many people. Why is it that we would think that people in Islam want to kill us?
1: Well, it's, uh, as we say, first of all, we distinguish between moderate Muslims, of which there are many, and the jihadists, but again, that's not the real issue. The issue is Islam itself. What does Islam teach? What does the very heart and soul of the religion uh, tell us? And uh, it's quite clear there are only two options for the infidel, conversion or death. Now, Christians and Jews were told to be uh, people of the book, so we actually get a third option, which is dimitude or second-class citizenship, so we have a little bit more room to move. But <clears throat> in Islam, uh, that are your, that's your choices. Uh, you become a Muslim or death to the infidels. Um, so in that sense, it's hard to live in social cohesion and harmony with those who want to, uh, you know, force you to convert or get you out of the picture. So uh, we have to be real about the enemy we face just as we face the communists during the cold war who wanted to set up their agenda worldwide and kill all those who were in the way. Uh, we have the same thing here. This is a totalitarian ideology. It's a blood cult. And sorry, how many more Australians have to be killed on our streets before we finally wake up that, uh, at least for the jihadists, we need to take them seriously and we can't, uh, You know, this uh, particular individual should have been locked up a long time ago. We knew enough about him for years now. Why was he allowed to run the streets at large and uh, do what he did? So a lot of questions still remain. And our leaders really need to take some of these things a bit more seriously.
0: Well, Bill, one of the qualities I like about you is that you do call a spade a spade, uh, even if that does bring some level of confrontation. I know you've been critical of the way the mainstream media reports these sorts of incidents, and particularly this one this week. What you're saying is that even we Australians are are considered to be the perpetrators of some mm. evil against Islam. Is is this the sort of picture you're getting through our mainstream media?
1: Yeah. Oh, one simply had yeah, to tune in as usual to ABC or nine or seven or SBS and see their rolling coverage. You know, the whole thing was we have to have empathy for the uh, the hostage taker. We have to, you know. Maybe it's Australia that's caused him to act this way. And, you know, we have to look at ourselves and all this foolishness, Uh, you know, forget about empathy for the hostages, for those who were killed. It's all about, well, I hope, you know, our Muslims don't get offended. I hope our Islamic community is not going to uh take offense at what's going on here well for heaven's sakes, i mean uh, it's time to start being concerned about those who are being killed those are going through terror we don't need to uh, turn the perpetrators of evil into victims but that happened time and time again with the mainstream media one muslim after another was paraded on the media telling us you know this is a, a lone gunman he has nothing to do with islam even though, of course, he's flying the Islamic Shahada flag and the whole bit, uh, you know, trying to convince ourselves that this is, uh, you know, we're the ones who must be out of step. It can't be Islam. So the, the media <clears throat> has a lot to answer for here. And uh, like I say, when it sides with our
0: enemies, we're in bad shape. So, Bill, jihad has come to our shores. Uh, Mm. I suspect you're about to say this is perhaps the start of many more incidents like we've seen this week.
1: Mm. Well, I I think we can only expect more. I mean, look at how this played out. Uh, One gunman doing a bit of terror managed to get all of our leadership and media to... uh, uh, basically denounce ourselves and have a big pity potty for the Islamic religion, uh, easy, piece of cake. We can, they would be emboldened the jihadists to do more of this. They will keep winning the PR wars. They'll keep taking hostages. They'll keep committing acts of violence. And they'll keep expecting the, the mainstream media to become their lapdogs and run with their agenda. So if you wanted to encourage the terrorists, I would say what happened this week would be a good way to make it happen.
0: Well, Bill, I'll point people to the article you have written called Why the Jihadists are Winning. And people can Google Bill Muhlenberg or Culture Watch and you'll be able to find that article online. Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. All right. Many thanks.